From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4BB, VK4 Baker Baker. This is the WIA National News for week commencing October 9, 2022. Now, although we don't have a WIA Director's Report this week, we do have one very happy ex-president of the WIA. Here's Justin, VK7 Tangled Whiskers. And stop press. As seen across the socials this week, the Tassie Ham Radio Conference and Expo has just become the place where ICOM is doing the VK debut of their impressive IC905 microwave rig. Yes, you can see it at the Expo, up close and personal, and even talk to Hero, the ICOM engineer who will be there more later. Thanks, Justin. Now, last week in WIA National News, we reminded you to have a really good look at that ACMA email, the one about the proposal on higher power and class licensing. Well, your WIA is certainly working towards achieving the higher power issue for all of VK. So let's hear from the man at the helm himself. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. A working group has hit the ground running to develop the Wireless Institute of Australia's response to the ACMA's proposal on class licensing and high-power operation by advanced amateurs. The deadline for responding to the ACMA's proposals is 29th of November. The ACMA intends to implement the proposed arrangements from 1st of July 2023. Leading the working group is the WIA's Regulatory Council, Peter Young, VK3MV. Peter's been licensed since 1965 and has a background in maritime communications engineering. He's a former regional manager with the ACMA in Melbourne and, since retiring, held positions with the WIA as the director on the WIA board, director with the Region 3 International Amateur Radio Union, the IARU, and on the Spectrum Strategy Committee. Members of the working group come from a wide variety of backgrounds and experience, but particularly having experience in preparing persuasive responses to government proposals, expertise in RF engineering, in science, and in the machinery of government. Members have interest in contesting and DX, home design and construction, and propagation. The first meeting of the working group was held by Zoom on Monday, 3 October, which identified key issues to be addressed in developing the WIA's response and setting regular meetings. Firstly, it is clear that we will have to address the class licensing questions and the matter of advanced amateurs wishing to use high power as separate issues. As we've done before, a survey of the Australian radio amateur community will be held to gather viewpoints and suggestions from individuals, groups and WIA-affiliated clubs. Look out for regular dispatches from the WIA Working Group on the ACMA's class licensing proposals. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for the WIA Working Group responding to the ACMA's proposed class licensing and high-power regulations. 
Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service in the ACT region. That can be heard on our Mount Janini repeaters 146950 438050 at 0900 local time every Sunday. I'm Amanda, VK1 Whiskey X-Ray. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. Leading this week's international news from Region 1, Radio Ham elected ITU Secretary-General. Radio Amateur Doreen Bogdan-Martin, Kilo Delta 2, Juliet Tango X-Ray has become the first woman to be elected as Secretary-General of the International Telecommunication Union, ITU. Ms Bogdan Martin, KD2JTX, decisively beat her Russian rival, Rashid Ismailov, by 139 votes to 25. She will succeed Hulin Zhao, who's been in the role since 2014, when her term begins on the 1st of January 2023. On September 29, Doreen KD2JTX tweeted, Immensely proud to be the first woman ever elected to the post of ITU Secretary-General. We finally smashed a 157-year-old glass ceiling. And I hope this result inspires women and girls everywhere to dream big and make those dreams a reality. ITU welcomes new member society. The IARU member societies have voted to admit the SARU, Sudan Amateur Radio Union, as its newest member society. Founded on August 6, 2021, SARU has 54 licensed radio amateurs as members. Congratulations to the officers and members of our newest member societies. Peter, Sierra Mike 4, Kilo Echo Lima, has been awarded a gold medal by the Swedish Academy of Engineering Sciences, IVA. Peter, who also has the callsign whiskey for Kilo Echo Lima, is awarded the gold medal for his outstanding work with the global development of the internet with its early establishment in Sweden. The medal is awarded by the Swedish King. For over 100 years, IVA has rewarded outstanding efforts in technical and economic research, innovation and business for the benefit of society. Turning to Region 2 now, report pinpoints factors in Arecibo collapse. A new report has pinpointed some contributing causes behind the collapse of what was once the largest radio telescope in the world. Kent Peterson, Kilo Charlie Zero Delta Golf Yankee from Amateur Radio Newsline brings us up to date. Engineers have identified a number of key factors that led to the 2020 collapse of the Arecibo Telescope, once the world's largest radio telescope. A forensic examination by the New York-based firm Thornton Tomasetti identified issues that included the design of the cable system with relatively low safety factors for gravity loads, as well as the force of naturally occurring events in the environment. Those included Hurricane Maria in 2017 and the January 2020 earthquake tremors in Puerto Rico where the telescope was located. The report said that despite having hurricane-resistant design, Arecibo's cable system had already led it to suffer stress under its own weight whenever storms hit. This is Kent Peterson. 
KC0DGY. Although the investigators said they found the telescope to be generally well-maintained, they did note in their report that they found moisture had intruded, paint had degraded and individual wires had broken within the cable system. And to our own backyard in Region 3, with what the Optus hack recently much has been dealt with re-cyber security. CERT Australia is the National Computer Emergency Response Team. CERT Australia provides advice and support on cyber threats and vulnerabilities to the owners and operators of Australia's critical infrastructure and other systems of national interest. It is an office within the ACSC. Across the ditch in New Zealand, their government announced an investment of $22.2 million to set up a National Computer Emergency Response Team, CERT, as part of Budget 2016. In establishing a CERT, New Zealand joins an international network of CERTs. This improves access to information on potential or real-time cyber attacks. CERTNZ will be holding their annual awareness, Cyber Smart Week, this coming week, 10th to the 16th of October, where the primary goal of the campaign is to empower all New Zealanders to improve their online security so they're less vulnerable to cyber attacks. It's a very easy and useful web page to visit no matter where in the world you are. For VK1 WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason VK2LAW. This is Linda, VK7QP. On Sunday, this broadcast goes out on repeaters all over VK7 and on digital radio, DMR Talk Group 5 and D-Star Reflector 91C. We also go out on UHF-CB Channel 15 in Hobart. You can hear this broadcast again on Tuesday night at 8 o'clock on the repeaters VK7RAA in northern VK7 and VK7RAD in southern VK7. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Now, Contest Wise 2022. WIANZART Oceania Contest, CW. Second full weekend in October, so that's this weekend. 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. Log deadline for all logs, SSB and CW, 31 October. Spring Digital Run Contest is also this weekend, and it's run by the Pride Radio Group. WA VHF UHF Field Days, Spring. 0100 hours UTC Saturday, 26, through 0059 hours UTC Sunday, 27 November. 160 meter CW Contest, AWRL sponsored. Objective is for amateurs worldwide to exchange information with W stroke V images on the 160 meter band CW. Dates First weekend in December, December 2 to 4, 2022. Contest period Begins 2200 hours UTC Friday, ends 1559 hours UTC Sunday. This is a 42 hour period with no time limitation. Logs are due within seven days after the event is over. 10 meter contest, AWRL sponsored. For amateurs worldwide to exchange QSO information with as many stations as possible on the 10 meter band. Dates. Second full weekend of December. Starts 0000 hours UTC Saturday. Runs through 2359 hours UTC Sunday. December 10, 11, 2022. 
logs are due within seven days after the event is over. DX window. Antarctica. Warren, VK0WN is QRV from the KC Research Base. Activity is holiday style on 20 metres, usually between 0500 hours to 0600 hours Zulu. QSL of Warella TW, logbook of the world. Danish DX Group celebrates 50 years. The Danish DX Group, DDXG, was founded May 27, 1972. And to celebrate the 50th anniversary, special event station OZ50 DDXG is on the air until December 31. Radio amateurs around the world can obtain the anniversary award by having contacts using CW, microphone or digital modes with the anniversary station OZ50 DDXG. The anniversary station may be contacted once on each band and with each modulation type in every month. Each approved contact counts one point. Full details on qrz.com. France PC2F is active as PF01 Max until the 20th of November over the 22 Grand Prix weekends of this year's FIA Formula 1 World Championship. For PF01 Max, you QSL via PC2F either direct, via the Bureau, Log Book of the World or re-QSL. BBC Centenary Special Event GB100 BBC Members of the BBC's Radio Club, the London BBC Radio Group, have been using the exceptional all-year special event call sign to help celebrate the BBC's centenary year. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ in England. From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. Available on RF and on demand 24-7 from the wia.org.au website. Now, net advice. Today we're looking at the fourth anniversary of the VKDMR net. Okay, this is VK5DMR for the fourth anniversary of the VKDMR net. Uh, VK2 Golf, Charlie Foxtrot, Graham at Port Macquarie. Thanks for running the net, Peter. Okay, 2 Alpha Romeo November. Uh, check in only, thanks, Peter. Uh, VK2 Victor Hotel Foxtrot, Adrian in Sydney, thank you. VK4 UE, Jordan Rocky, congratulations, Peter. VK2 POP. Six Sierra Papa, um, thanks for taking my uh, late call. I'm glad I could get into your anniversary, Ned. Wow, what a response to the net on Tuesday night. We had uh, amateurs calling from uh, Launceston to Longreach, from Perth to Sydney, and all points in between. K4YAC. VK2 FBRU, name of model. VK3 VK4 JJW, John at Mundoolan, South East Queensland. Good on you, Pete. I'm Mike Lima, Mel in Brisbane. Good evening. With 67 check-ins, I'd like to thank everyone who participated in the fourth anniversary of the VKDMRnet. Come join us at 0900 Zulu on Tuesday on Talk Route 5 on Australia's biggest amateur digital network. This is VK4NBL slash VK5DMR. Thank you once again. I'll hear you next Tuesday night. VK5DMR clear.
Pitt also advises there are over 60 repeaters on the VKDMR network now right across Australia. Now, Special Interest Group News with Bruce, VK3FFF. And a very good day to you. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Ukraine amateur radio satellite may launch in November. Though the war battles on, students at the National Technical University of Ukraine, Igor Sigorsky Kiev Polytechnic Institute, have built an amateur radio CubeSat expected to launch soon. The IARU satellite frequency coordination pages carry the information. A 2U CubeSat, QBU-A01, is a project driven by Kiev National University and its mission is to launch a Ukrainian educational satellite built by KPI students and space exploration enthusiasts for solving a number of educational, scientific and technological university problems. IARU coordinates frequencies for CosmoGirlSat. But what is CosmoGirlSat? It is a project of the Cosmo Women's Amateur Radio Club, an organisation established from Cosmo Women, a women's community with the theme of making space closer to home. The Cosmo Women's Amateur Radio Club regularly holds specialised study sessions and events that can be enjoyed even by beginners who are a little concerned about space. And from the knowledge gained through these events, a plan was launched for Cosmo female members to fly satellites. Currently, the plan is to launch in 2023. Cosmo GirlSat is a 1U CubeSat mission with threefold communications capabilities. 1. An automatic packet reporting system, APRS DigiPeter. APRS shall provide digital message relay service to the amateur radio community by means of DigiPeting. 2. Picture data transmission. The satellite carries a high-resolution camera which can take pictures of the Earth which can be downloaded to the ground stations. 3. Short text message transmission. Short text messages uplinked on UHF signals by radio amateurs are stored on the satellite. UHF request commands from the ground station triggers the downlink of the stored messages. One stored message is randomly picked up and downlinked to amateur radio stations on GMSK signal. Cosmo Girl Sat will be deployed from the ISS, a CW beacon and 4.8K GMSK telemetry downlink on 437.120 MHz has been coordinated together with the APRS Digipeter on 145.825 MHz. Moonhack. Moonhack is an online coding challenge for young learners and celebrates humans' technological achievements. The 2022 event takes place from tomorrow, October 10th to 23rd, coinciding with World Space Week, and it features six brand new projects that show how satellites can help us live more sustainably. Moonhack is free and open to any young coder, whether they are a part of a code club or not. The projects are already available in English, French, Dutch and Greek. 
For more information, visit raspberrypie.org. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA, Islands on the Air, Marco, IS0BSR and a number of other amateurs will be using the call sign IM0B from San Pietro Island. IOTA number EU165 between October 22nd and November 5th. But, and this is important, QSL only via low TW. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Rescue Radio. WCBI-TV in the USA has had a look at ham radio and how it helped out after the devastation caused by Hurricane Ian as it came ashore in Florida. Now, as recovery and clean-up begin, local amateur radio operators are helping relay valuable information to victims, their family members and emergency services. In a corner of Tupelo Veterans Museum, members of the Tupelo Amateur Radio Club and the Wireless Prayers Group are monitoring ham radio traffic in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. Ham radio operators are able to provide and relay information that can be crucial to those on the ground. Many of the emergency centres have a ham radio operator who helps coordinate relief services and pass on information to families with loved ones in the path of the storm. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F in sunny Bendigo. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. At 10am Sunday, it can be heard on the Amateur Radio New South Wales News Network, on HF from VK2WI in Sydney, and on relay to repeaters in Sydney, the Central Coast, Newcastle, the Illawarra, and Western Blue Mountains. From VK2WI, the studios of Amateur Radio New South Wales at Dural in Sydney, I'm Matthew, VK2YAP. On the social scene, and we did start this edition of WIA National News with a very excited Justin VK7TW. Now, just a little bit more about this huge, and I mean huge, amateur radio gathering to take place in November in Hobart. The Tassie Ham Radio Conference and Expo is happening on the 5th and 6th of November in Hobart, Tasmania. Why is this all happening? Well, it's to provide some inspiration, education and promotion of our wonderful hobby with a brand new experience never seen before in the VK Amateur Radio Calendar, a radio conference and expo. As mentioned earlier, ICOM have let us know that the VK debut of the IC905 will be at the expo on the 6th of November. November. Why not come along and see what all the hype is about? ICOM will also have a large range of their products that you can see and talk to the engineer about. A huge thank you to ICOM. Our raffle prize pool is huge and can be seen at the link on the text edition of the broadcast. And the only way to get a raffle ticket or three is to register to be in person at the conference and or expo. We've had a huge response so far with well over 100 people already booked to come along. Vendors include ICOM, All About DX, Spooktech, DX. 
tech systems and many more. There is a huge number of information stands including the WIA, Alara, SOTA, RAW, VEA and many more. There will also be many pre-loved tables to redistribute the treasure as well. Hi hi. It's all happening at the University of Tasmania Sandy Bay campus with plenty of free car parking and only a short 20 minute car trip from the airport. Registrations for attendance, vendors and pre-loved tables are now open and registration for the event is essential. For more information and registration please visit the links on the email edition of this broadcast. We look forward to seeing you in Hobart 73 from the Tassie Ham Expo Organising Committee. Again, thanks Justin. Now for those in VK4, on that same date of November 5, it's the Tannum Sands Gathering with the Gladstone Amateur Radio Club. November 13, it's the Gold Coast Ham Fest. And wrapping up November in VK3, the Rosebud Radio Fest. And that one happens at 9.30am. Now until next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.